This is The Muster. Welcome back. It is Tuesday afternoon. My name's Andy Muir. We're here until 2 o'clock. On the line at the moment from Environment Southland, Dave Burgess. He is team leader for biosecurity regarding animals, uh, Environment Southland. Pretty much on the show on a weekly basis. Dave, good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon, Andy. Good to talk to you again. Beautiful day out there today. Yeah, well, we needed it after the last couple of days. Uh, Just the images on social media regarding tree lanes. And we're talking tree lanes that got decimated yesterday in that wind. Yeah, no, it's a spring pattern at the moment of sou'westerlies and strong winds and a bit of rain. So, um, yeah, the next few days are supposed to be a bit warmer, luckily. Hopefully we can get that going forward, but then we look to next week. It's a whole different kettle of fish. But anyway, <laughs> we'll, um, we'll stay on target today. We've got our favourite subject, the old rocks. We get to bring out the old rock cry once again. You know, it's very much an excitement part of the week. Fair enough. <laughs> Firstly, Dave, the rock situation. Um, what are we looking for? And firstly, are they established down here in the south? Um, technically, not established in the south that we know of. So we're just after um, people's help to um, identify them and report them as a DC one. But physically, we haven't had a physical rock sighting in Southland for about four years now, which is good. Um, but yeah, we just want to sort of keep them keep them out of Southland. So um, yeah, we just need the public's help to, to report them as a DC one. What what damage do they cause? Um, well, they're basically um, a member of the crow family, so they're a similar stance to a magpie, so they're all black in colour, um, probably a third bigger than a magpie, uh, but, yeah, they're just all black, so there's no white on them at all. Um, originally come from Europe, Great Britain, like a lot of things, um, but haven't really, weren't really needed. But, um, yeah, they, the main damage they have done in the past, particularly in likes of Hawke's Bay and Canterbury and Otago, is... Um, they, they can be pretty devastating on young crops and young grass, so um, particularly when they get in big numbers. Um, that's why we want to keep, keep them out of the region. Um, a pretty high economic impact if they um, get onto a freshly sown crop. They'll just go along and pull it out, and um, they may eat some of it, but the rest of it they'll just pull out for the for the hell of it. So they're fairly established in high numbers up country? No, no. Um, the, over the last three or four decades, they have been high numbers, um, but most regional councils have um, given them a real hurry up over the last sort of 10, 20 years anyway, um, and the numbers are fairly low. Uh, but again, it's a matter of trying to keep them that way in those regions keep and um, not let them get away again. And for Southland, yeah, we just want to keep them out of the region, so um, just always on the lookout for them. So they haven't been sighted in the south for a few years, is that correct? No, no. Um, Basically, I think 2019, we last saw physically our last rock. Um, but previous to that, we have had them in Southland. Um, in the 90s, we had them um, over in western Southland in the Motu Valley and eastern Bush area. Um, then, yeah, they were first established in Belfort, Lanier Hill area, sort of mid to late, uh, yeah, early to mid-90s. Um, but, yeah, in the last 10 years, um, Pukarel, Kaiwera, sort of Gore areas, the last sort of known areas that we've had them spotted. Um, but as I say, it's been four years since our last one over in that area. You say Balfour, like so the Glenure Reserve, is it around that region? Uh, more, more on the flat at the base of the hill, just a, yeah, a couple of k's off the base of the hill, really, coming coming back in towards Balfour. That's, that's where they were first noticed in, in the 90s. Um, I think there were about 10, 10 or a dozen birds there. How long they'd been there or where they came from, sort of a bit unknown, but... They're, they're a bird, so they're pretty transient. Um, and as I say, the other known areas were more Eastern Bush and um, Moto in those days. Just describe once again what people are looking for, Dave. If you do see them, it's more or less a crow-esque looking figure, but it, it's quite big and just black. Um, any landmarks on the animal, on the bird as such, to look for? 
No, not really. Um, as I say, it, it, it may look like a magpie, but it's just slightly slightly bigger than a magpie. Um, but it's just all sort of jet black or might have a slight purplish sheen to it. But um, when they fly, they've got quite a slow, lazy wing flap when they fly, um, but they've got a real harsh call. So we do have a video on our Environment South and Pest Hub that we like to get people to check out, and that gives them a good idea of what they look like, what they sound like, and how they fly. Yeah, Dave, could... you're going to... Sorry, mate, could you give us a bit of an idea of what the call is? Oh, I thought you'd have that ready to play, so ah, um, I, ah, I, 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 that's the one. There we go. <laughs> Over and done with. <laughs> you can do it at the end as well if you like. Oh, thanks, mate. But it's very distinctive, though, isn't it? It is very distinctive. Some people do get confused. Sometimes a blue heron might sound the same, but it is, yeah, quite a very harsh call. And as I say, if you have, have a look and a listen to that video we've got on our website, um, it gives a pretty good idea of what, what they look like and sound like. But generally, if they're not on the ground feeding on those crops of young grass, you'll probably find them up tall trees, um, such as the old man pines, the macacabas, and the, and the blue gums. They're a very weary bird, so they like to have a good good lookout. They like to see what's coming, particularly if, for approaching danger. Control options if you see one. Do you just eradicate it straight away or get in touch with a yes? What's the best way? Uh, look, preferably get in touch with us. Um, technically, we don't want anyone shooting them because, as I say, they're a weary bird, so you only get one chance at it. If you muck that up, um, they're, they're very switched on and you won't get near them again. Um, it depend, the control options just depend on where they are and what sort of numbers they are, but it, it's generally either shooting or, um, or poisoning. There's a, there's a bird toxin available for those. Um, but again, it just depends on depends on the situation. So, really, we're just asking people to, if they think they've seen one or they have seen one, to um, to report it. And ideally, they can do that through that Environment South and Pest Hub. That gives us all the details that we need. But more importantly, it gives them the chance to put a pin on a on a map for us exactly where they've seen it. Um, and the sooner they do that, obviously, the better, because being a bird, they're transient. So, where they might be one day, they could be down the road the next day. Are they as likely to be in pairs or just singular? Um, we have seen them singular, but um, generally why we're sort of promoting it at this time of the year, they're in their breeding season, so generally they sort of go into what they call rookeries, and you might have um, anywhere from sort of three or four birds to, to a dozen birds flying around, but they'll generally probably nest in the same tree lane, if you like, or the same two or three big trees. Um, so they're sort of not congregating, but if, if they are there, they'll they'll be flying around together. Yeah. So the best thing is to get in touch with Environment Southland if somebody comes across one more or less, Dave? Yeah, it is. As I say, they can uh, just give us a ring or yeah. do that through that pest hub. Um, and we'd rather have people report them rather than not, and not be too sure and just sit on it. Um, we can make the call whether we go straight out and have a look or um, what we do. But, um, yeah, again, it's just really asking for the public's help to keep an eye out. It's, it's a bird we don't have at the moment, touch wood, but we want to make sure that we keep them out of the region. We've got enough, enough things to deal with and farmers have got enough things to worry about. So the video's on the Environment South on website or Facebook page, is it? Yeah, it is. Um, if they type, type rock or rock video in, in one of those channels, they they'll should, should come up with it. Yeah, yeah. Dave Burgess, always appreciate your time on the muster. No worries. Thanks, Andy. Talk to you next time. Dave Burgess, out of Environment Southland, talking rocks. Just a bird we want to keep out of the south. Hasn't been seen since 2019. And as well, I get to do my annual rock call for the year as well. Bit of a general highlight. Uh, the music's finished. Better carry on, I suppose. Peter Kane from Kane Farms is up next.